Here we go. You are listening to Law and Gospel on this Wednesday, July the 7th, in the year of our Lord 2021. I'm Pastor Tom Baker. And as indicated, we're going to take one more week in taking a look at a item that we just published, 284 Old Testament prophecies of Jesus Christ fulfilled in the New Testament. Now, I got this idea listening to the Bible and Jesus on the Emmaus Road with those two disciples and explaining to them the reason why Jesus had to be crucified and why he also rose from the dead. And it was a long Bible study beginning in Genesis all the way through Malachi. So I I spent a number of months doing a Bible study with a congregation entitled 284 Old Testament Prophecies. Now, you can receive this booklet for $15 simply by emailing me with your name and address. Don't send any money. We will send you the book. And when you get the book, then you'll be able to send the $15 back to me. The Old Testament prophecies of Jesus Christ. Now, last week, we had gone through the book of Isaiah, and there were a whole number of prophecies. And we can understand that because Isaiah talks a lot about the sufferings of Jesus Christ. The Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. By his stripes we are healed, etc., etc. Well, I, I thought today that what we would do is take a look at the Psalms. Now, when, when you ask somebody, what is the content of the Psalms? They probably wouldn't say, oh, they're all about Jesus Christ but they're instead prayers that we can use, prayers we can say when people are in the hospital, like various Psalms, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, etc. Well, in the study we did, the Psalms begin with the prophecy number 56, and they go all the way to 134. So, of the 284 Old Testament prophecies, 78 of them are from the Psalms. So, let's take a look at some of them. You've got Psalm 2, 1 to 3. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. And what do we read in Acts chapter 4, beginning with verse 24? Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage 
and the peoples plot in vain. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. So both passages talk about these rulers against the anointed one, who, of course, is Jesus Christ. All right. We don't have time to go through every one of the Psalms, so I've just done selected ones. This is Psalm 8, verse 2. Out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. And taking a look at Matthew 21, verse 15, but when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that Jesus did, and the children crying out in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. And they said to him, do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, yes, have you never read out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies, you have prepared praise. So that's almost an exact quote from Psalm 8, verse 2. We talk a lot about the humiliation and exaltation of Jesus Christ found in Philippians chapter 2. Well, Psalm 8, verses 5 and 6. Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. And that's Philippians 2, 5 to 11 that says, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself, by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Now, every now and then you run across a psalm that is packed full of fulfillment in the New Testament. And probably the best psalm for that is Psalm 22, verse 1. You'll already recognize the first verse. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? And that is Mark 15, verse 34. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, 
why have you forsaken me? Then you got Psalm 22, verses 7 and 8. All who see me mock me. They make mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. And then we read from Luke 20, I'm sorry, Matthew 27, verse 39. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads, saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he desires him. For he said, I am the son of God. And we've also got Luke 23. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Now we even get some of the suffering from the cross. Psalm 22, beginning with verse 14. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death. John 19, verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, and to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Even the manner of his death is found in Psalm 22, verse 16. For dogs encompass me, a company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. Well, again, we know from John 19. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. And again, another scripture says, they will look on him whom they have pierced. And then, of course, on the well second week of the resurrection, he says to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. Put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Even what they did to Jesus, Psalm twenty-two, eighteen. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Luke 23 says this, And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, and they cast lots 
to divide his garments. And then in John 19, verse 23, when the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which says, they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things. Psalm 22 is really a tremendous psalm that you can use to help people understand what was going on at the cross. In verse 27, all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before you. Philippians 2, therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. All right, moving out of Psalm 22, we get to Psalm 31. For you are my rock and my fortress, and for your name's sake you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. See, that's Psalm 31, verse 5. Listen to Luke 23, verse 46. Then Jesus calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. A direct quote from Psalm 31, verse 5. Then we get to verses 11 and 12 of Psalm 31. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten, like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. Here's Mark 14. Verses 49 and 50. Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me, but let the scriptures be fulfilled. So they all left him and fled. Exactly what Psalm 31, those who see me in the street, they flee from me. Psalm 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. 
Not one of them is broken. Now, John 19, 31 and following records this part of the event. Since it was a day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. And he who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. So Psalm 34, verse 20, says that not one of the bones is broken. And John 19, verse 36, not one of his bones will be broken. Psalm 35, verse 19. Let not those rejoice over me who are wrongfully my foes. And let not those wink the eye who hate me without cause. John 15, verse 25. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without a cause. Precisely what the psalm says. Then we've got Psalm 41, verse 9. Even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. John 13. I'm not speaking of all of you I know whom I have chosen, but the scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I am telling you this now, before it takes place, that when it does play, take place, you may believe that I am he. And who was the one who lifted his heel against Jesus? That would be Judas. And you can even think of Peter, who denied him three times. Now, Psalm 49, we've talked a lot about the crucifixion. Here's the resurrection. But God will ransom my soul from the power of Sheol, for he will receive me. Acts 2, 27. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. In fact, there are a number of times that more than one verse is fulfilled from the Old Testament. This also is fulfilled in Acts 13, verse 34 and following. And 
As for the fact that he raised him from the dead, no more to return to corruption, he has spoken in this way. I will give you the holy and sure blessings of David. Therefore, he says also in another psalm, now this is Acts 13, verse 35, you will not let your holy one see corruption. So sometimes the New Testament writers actually quote one of the Psalms as a fulfillment. Indeed, that's something. In Psalm 69, verse 8, I have become a stranger to my brothers and alien to my mother's sons. Well, this reminds us of Luke 8, 20 and 21. Remember, Jesus is preaching to a people and he was told, your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. So once more, we've got a very, very close fulfillment from one of the Psalms. Back to the cross, and you have to go further in the Psalms to find some of this. Psalm 69, verse 21. They gave me poison for food, and for my thirst gave me sour wine to drink. And listen to Matthew 27. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. Now, why didn't he drink that? Because he was going to tell and fulfill the psalm that the last item that would occur on the cross to be fulfilled is that he would be thirsty. Even the message of Jesus is found throughout the Psalms. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. This is Psalm 78, 1 and 2. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old. And when we look at Matthew 13, all these things Jesus said to the crowds in parables. Indeed, he said nothing to them without a parable. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter what has been hidden since the foundation of the world. You even get a picture of what was going on at the crucifixion. For example, Psalm 88. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. And Luke 23, verse 49. 
and all his companions and the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. Now, as I said, this has 78 prophecies from the Psalms about Jesus Christ. You can get this booklet, 284 Old Testament Prophecies of Jesus Christ, fulfilled in the New Testament. Simply send me an email to lawandgospel at lawandgospel101.com. Ask for the book and include your name and address and wait for the book to come. There will be a bill and an envelope therein. On tomorrow's Law and Gospel, Rumination Thursday, we'll be taking a look at an advertisement from Hobby Lobby that appeared in the Post-Dispatch that I think is quite well done for this July 4th week. I'm Tom Baker. Till tomorrow, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.